Rory and Ezzy, thanks for uh, taking some time with us today. Um, you know, we the purpose of this is basically just to kind of talk about our partnership, but to learn more about High Auto and how you guys got to where you're at today and, you know, what the future holds. Uh, you know, we get to work with a lot of exciting technologies on a, on a regular basis uh, and work with a lot of great QSR brands. And working with you guys um, on the Checkers Rallies project to this date has been great. Um, we're big fans of the Checkers Rallies brand and enjoy working with them and are really excited to be part of this project and you know build a relationship with you guys beyond that um, brand but just want to open some conversation um, pretty candid and uh, have a great dialogue so you know first question here is I guess you want to both introduce yourselves and what your role is with Hayato. Uh, thank you Ryan for having us uh, and thank you for this great uh, partnership. Uh, I'm uh, Roy Barav, I'm the CEO of uh, Hayato and um, Glad to, to talk about what we are doing and how we are partnering. Yeah, so, uh, so I'm Ezzy Fisherman, and uh, my role is uh, head of uh, customer success and delivery at High Auto. And yeah, likewise, very excited about uh, having a conversation about what we're doing together. Yeah, it, it's really great. And like I said, we work with a, a lot of technologies, and we're fortunate to do that. And uh, what this technology is doing is incredibly exciting. It's cutting edge. It's, it's solving a lot of problems. Uh, that we see on a daily basis with our QSR partners. So kind of want to get into the evolution and, and how you guys got to where you're at today. So uh, could you guys both give a few words on, you know, who is Hayato and, you know, talk about what your technology does and the, and the problems that it solves. Excellent. Um, I, I can uh, maybe give a little bit of a, a background on our vision. And, and we are uh, looking at the great a digital transformation that restaurants are going through and we see voice as playing a very significant part in this uh, revolution and what we are building is a voice assistant that connects uh, employees managers guests to the data to the devices and to automations and this assistant is going to help with a lot of things uh, in the future but right now, it starts with something very simple, which is order taking. And uh, we're doing a drive-through order taking as a service. And uh, when you drive to, the, um, to, a to a store, to a QSR store, and you order, uh, typically there is a person in the, uh, in the restaurant, in the kitchen that is uh, wearing a headset and is taking your order, we are uh, replacing that person with an automated uh, voice AI solution. Perfect. Yeah, that's great. Azzy, do you have anything to add to that? Roy's the founder. He really gets the, the vision. So uh, nothing I can add on this front. Yeah. So you guys talked a little bit about the, the vision and everything. What was your guys' aha moment? What was the foundation behind this? What led you to th this? Like, where did this all start? Tell me a little bit. I mean, obviously you guys had the vision. Where did the vision come from? Was there experience, something that said, hey, this is where we want to take this? I think uh, the way we'll divide this is that I, I can talk more about like, you know, the vision and the, some of our rationale in, in coming up with this direction. And then I think Ezzy, um, you know, has been building this uh, um, amazing uh, delivery machine and uh, serving our customers well. And then he can talk about uh, and, 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 you know, working uh, on this with you guys, with uh, Kuzi. So I think he, he can talk 
to, to those uh, subjects uh, much better than, than me. And so um, just to like, you know, maybe organize this a little bit. Um, so the, the, back to the question of when, um, like, what, uh, what did we understand? What, uh, what made us, you know, choose this direction? And I think we saw a, a few things. So actually, High Auto started initially with building a voice assistant for the automotive space, focusing on very noisy environments, and we built a deep tech technology for that area. At some point, we realized that something is happening at the restaurant space. Specifically, what we have noticed is that there is ongoing concerns around consistency of service and how to get to operational consistency that is tied to revenue. And that because it's kind of a production line under a lot of pressure, uh, what happens is that many times uh, you see a, a lot of turnover because people are, it's hard for people to work under this environment. And, and so there is a lot of turnover. And as a result, it hurts consistency. As a result, there is Again, higher pressure on those people that stay, and it's a, a vicious uh, cycle. And, and so uh, we, we knew that QSRs, based on conversations with them, are interested in uh, automating parts of uh, th those uh, things. And then the other piece that we started realizing is that there is this ongoing labor crisis, that not only that there is a consistency problem, but actually now it's very hard to find the uh, employees and uh, and that problem obviously got very severe during uh, covid and and i think these two things plus the fact that we saw a very good uh, fit between what our uh, experiences and our uh, our knowledge and our operational capabilities what those are in comparison with this very tough technological operational problem that needs to be uh, addressed. And we felt like uh, we can actually um, take a, a leading position in this market. Yeah, that, that's great. I guess, uh, as you guys have deployed, I mean, we've been a part of that deployment in a lot of areas. What's some of the feedback you're getting from, from some of the end users, rally checkers, or whoever it happens to be, of why they're enjoying this technology and, and utilizing this and continue to uh, deploy it uh, over more and more sites. What, what kind of feedback are you getting from your partners? Yeah, I I think that in general, it's uh, it's really good feedback. We are getting, uh, you know, great response uh, that it's also helping as well and fueling our, our growth as a, as a company. Um, in general, it's uh, there's a lot of excitement around the possibilities that technology can do to ease operations. Um, let's not forget that when when we started uh, about two years ago with the, the whole Corona crisis, a lot of these locations uh, and, and restaurants, the industry in general, uh, it was uh, it was beaten. I mean, it, it had to adapt to a lot of regulations, to a lot of new problems that suddenly showed up. And suddenly this solution, our solution is, is really able to resolve some of these pain points. Now, we're now kind of, you could say that we're becoming out of the Corona 
but then there's all sorts of other problems that that show up like you know we're going to talk about inflation and whatnot so so our solution suddenly it's 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 something exciting it's technology that can help every operator to address concrete pain points on how they ha they are being operating uh, their restaurants so the response has been uh, really good um, and uh, we're, we're happy about that yeah, maybe just to, to be to to to, uh, to build on what uh, Ezzy has been saying. I think specifically what we are hearing is that um, it helps alleviate some of the labor uh, issues. Uh, so you you know that it's easier to open and close the restaurant. You know that you're going to have uh, coverage for your uh, graveyard shifts and uh, in the morning and. Um, and it's a less turnover. So from that, that's one area. The second area that there is a, a lot of excitement around is the upselling. Uh, we are hearing from customers that are, you know, looking at uh, like a franchisee that hears that another franchisee is now doing 5X uh, upselling and, you know, they want to see how they can get the system uh, deployed. Um, and, and I think it's also about consistency and, and we, while we are far from perfect and we have a lot of things still to, to work on and we are working on and there is significant growing pain, uh, I think, you know, we, we hear from many, uh, many franchisees and, and, and customers that uh, the system pays for itself after a week uh, uh, worth of uh, work in, in one month. So, so that's uh, also uh, very encouraging to hear. Yeah, that, that's awesome. And, you know, restaurants work on very thin margins. So any way they can get, you know, more outputs uh, and, you know, there's not people to always put, put these outputs out right now. So there's challenges there. And you mentioned the, the upselling and everything. And I think a lot of the value that we're seeing and what we've experienced is you talk about that upselling, but, you know, maybe the, the workers having a bad day and they forget to suggest, you know, the, the mozzarella sticks or whatever it happens to be to go with that. So there's a ton of value there. Um, what kind, as you talk about, you know, there still is to the operational side of this, there's still a human component and there's people engaging with this. Can you tell me, uh, and this is probably for you, Ezzy, about uh, the employee at the front you know, ground level, their experience working with Hayato and, and how they're engaging and interacting with it? Yeah, so the, the, the response has been uh, really good because it, it, it took me some time to really understand what are the things that um, that, that, that a regular staff experiences, right? So when you have uh, many cars that are waiting in line to get service, and in the, at the same time you are taking the order and preparing it and doing, you know, multitasking, doing just a lot of things, having the backup uh, and the ability to, to, to have someone that takes the order while you are able to you know, run the operations and, and reduce the stress in the kitchen, the response on that side has been overwhelming in a, in a really positive way. Um, other piece of feedback that we that we did get is that there are some locations that do have uh, not just drive-through, but also dine-in. And so having someone that is able to, or, or a machine like an, our product that is that helps them to take the orders also allows the same staff to take really good care of the people that actually are dining in where before you would ha just have to be juggling so in general the the staff that is, that is working closely to uh to our solution really likes it and they enjoy uh with you know reduced stress they can put focus on 
delivering more quality service and better quality food if you, if you may. So that's that's what we're seeing on the ground. Yeah, and, and what a value add that is too, as you talk about the labor force being as thin as it's ever been is if people are coming to work every day and they're not overly stressed and they're able to, you know, specialize in whether it's the operational components and there's a, you know, less friction because it's consistently being delivered and they're just, you know, really specializing and executing their job. I think that's a huge value add. I mean, it's incredible, um, you know, where you guys have taken this and I think where the, the, the possibilities are endless. Um, so where do you guys see yourselves? I know you talked about this is a starting point for you guys. Where do you guys see yourself in a year, five years, 10 years? Where do you guys see yourself? Where do you want to take this thing? I think I just wanted to um, highlight what you, you just said. I think it's, it's a really important point. Like, I think that offloading pressure from employees is a key value for everyone. Uh, maybe maybe, I, maybe this, was, this should have been the first thing we, we uh, should have said because that's by itself during uh, today's market is tremendously important to operators. So I just wanted to mention that. As far as like where do we see ourselves uh, in three, five, ten years? So I think we, we think about it in uh, maybe a few dimensions. So the first dimension is, you know, we, we just started. We are, you know, still, we consider ourselves still in the crawling uh, stage um, and uh, we, we need, still need to get to the walking uh, before we, we run. Um, so uh, we have to, you know, we are working on making our solution enterprise grade and uh, making it, uh, you know, improving its stability, making sure that we are always consistent and then scaling it uh, really well. And I think uh, that that's really a focus for us uh, right now. In three years, we would like to see us um, leading the automated order taking uh, market, hopefully in, you know, maybe, I don't know, over 10,000 locations uh, on the drive-through side, potentially also in, you know, starting to look at international markets uh, as well. Um, and, and that's a good, that, that's a, a great business, uh, but we feel like that's creating a baseline which opens a few things. One, it opens the ability to um, touch every or a lot of the orders that are going to the restaurant, understanding the conversation with the customer. But also, one thing that we're doing is we're also uh, having a conversation with the employees at the restaurant. So employees can talk to High Auto. They can say, "Hi Auto, we are out of uh, mozzarella sticks. Hi Auto, we are now we, we have mozzarella sticks." And Hi Auto understands that and is able to um, stop offering it to to guests. This capability is actually a key in the next level of automation of restaurants. So when um, when you look at like you know in fifteen or twenty years from now a restaurant is going to become like a vending machine uh, where you don't have employees and, uh, and then, you know, potentially. But between, I don't know, two or three years from now and uh, 15 or 20 years from now, there is going to be a stage where uh, employees are going to be 
connected to the devices and to the data and are going to work together in order to create the next level of efficiency. So restaurants are trying to move from, let's say, having an average of five employees uh, to having an average of like three employees with much less turnover, more loyal, getting paid more, and uh, the rest sold by automation. And in order to do that, what High Auto is going to provide is, is it's going to provide the ability to speak with the employees and tell them what to do. And potentially other technologies like Vision AI would look at the restaurant, see what needs to be done and whether it was done. So uh, through conversational AI, that, that's the only way to communicate with employees because their hands are used, their uh, site is also, you know, they are looking at what they are doing so the only way is to really communicate with them is through this uh, through voice and so high auto is looking to be uh, to play a key part in kitchen uh, management we, we see that as the next uh, frontier and helping restaurants uh, automate much further their operations and provide a much more consistent service the key value is going to be that it's going to change the way that the managers role is going to look like. A manager will not need to monitor the restaurant anymore. They will still need to do recruiting, they'll still need to do other managerial tasks, but monitoring can be done by AI. Yeah, man, you've answered a lot of the questions that I had written down here, um, which is, is great. So as you guys, you know, as we, from, from us as a company that goes out and deploys technology on a daily basis, I think an area where we add a lot of value is we talk to the end users, whether it's, you know, checkers and rallies or whoever it happens to be, and we hear what their pain points are. And I mean, everything that you just mentioned is consistently across every brand we work with today. Tell us about, you know, we know what their challenges are. Tell us about some of your challenges and some of the things that you guys have had to overcome or obstacles that have um, been particularly taxing for you guys as you guys have started to, to deploy this. As you want to talk about uh, some of uh, the scaling uh, challenges? Absolutely. I think uh, I think the scaling challenges are, uh, you know, I would put them really at the top. I mean, but when we talk about scaling, we're, we're talking about scaling in, in multiple areas. Like, okay, so how do we get that solution to wherever it needs to be, right? To each of the locations that it needs to be. How do we make sure that there's consistent service uh, on the installation side, how do we improve that process? But also what, what needs to happen from a, from a software perspective as well, right? There's, uh, there's, there's also challenges that we have to cope with uh, scaling on that, on that front. So as you can imagine, the growing pains are, uh, are there, but you know, we, we came a long way since we started and, you know, every day we're, we're developing the right uh, tools and muscle that are going to take us basically to the next level. Yeah, I think that muscle memory thing and the repeatable processes is, is the core of our business here at Kuzi. And it's really important. And I think that's why, you know, we love brands that are like you because we've experienced a lot of the same growing pains and challenges, uh, whether it's with other tech partners or with there's folks like yourself uh, or internally here, we, we understand what those challenges look like. And uh, we're always evolving to be better ourselves. Can you tell us a little bit about what your relationship with uh, Kuzi is and how that works? Um, yeah, sure. I think the, I think whenever we were, uh, we were starting to look for solutions to grow and, and, and try to 
starting to meet our, our business commitments to grow. Uh, one of the key things when, when we started engaging a few partners was to, to really look at this as a, as a partnership. I mean, th that's, that sounds like really cliche, but it, but it is what it is. You, you want to make sure that you are picking uh, someone that understands what you want to do, that, that, that is a partner that you can go kind of all the way as opposed to then, okay, we'll do a job and then we'll check. No, you, you just want to make sure that you're picking the right people. And, and one of the things that we found, uh, you know, in, in working with Kuzitek is that there's, there's just great, uh, great people all around, right? Ultimately, uh, you know, we're, we're trying to, uh, we're trying to do something together, which is, which is super tough. Uh, and, and at the other side, whenever we have to you know, do more work together, or uh, set up a new job, or set up like a uh, new rollouts, uh, new plans, or, or even when we have to deal with uh, with issues, right? They happen, so there's no point in, in hiding. Ultimately, there's there's people on the other side, and I think that you guys have uh, you know a very good team with uh, with a lot of people. I I just I think I I've been dealing with uh, I don't know Melissa and with uh, with Mina, with you, with uh, with Carl. Uh, Ashley, like there's just a ton of people with brands. I mean, I'm just naming people uh, all around. And I think that it's that kind of uh, closeness and relationship that makes it, you know, makes it all work and overcome any kind of challenges we have. So just to add to, to what Ezzy um, said, uh, what we are, our installations are not easy and they are, uh, they are complex. They, they involve the, uh, you know, mounting a, you know, a device to, to the wall, sometimes in a very tricky, you know, kitchen environment while the restaurant continues to work and you have like people under you running around and you sometimes you need to solve for like a, an ethernet wiring that, you know, goes 50 feet into the back office and and then you have to understand the HME system or uh, and uh, and how to to connect uh, to it, and and then you have to run testing and deal with uh, internet issues. So you have to deal with a lot of different things, and uh, and and the issue is that we have to do it uh, in different states, and so you know we can have like a one day, you know, one night where we are installing in like you know. I don't know how many how many states can we install in one night? Like you know, five different states. Uh, um, so uh, I think what what's uh, what's impressive to me in, in what Kuzi is able to do is to um, to, to a great extent. It's not it's not perfect, and uh, but to a great extent, standardize the ability to install. In different uh, in different uh, areas, uh, different states, um, also adjust to our uh, volume needs, uh, which is also really important. Uh, we, you know, they, they change. Sometimes we need to expand very quickly. Sometimes we need to take a breath. So uh, I think this is uh, this is very impressive. Yeah, no, we appreciate the feedback. And we feel equally as strong about this partnership. And, you know, you guys talked about how you're crawling. And I don't know if I would call it crawling, but I would think you guys went a little bit faster than that. And I know you will be sprinting soon. Um, I think, you know, something we appreciate 
is you guys do fully understand where you're at in the evolution of this product and, and where you're going to take it. Um, and, and the patience, because I said, there's a lot of challenges that we run into in the field and you guys are very patient because you understand like, Hey, you know, not every restaurant, even within the same brand, there's going to be challenges because, you know, the, the facilities themselves pose their own challenges and being able to work with us and, you know, keep that dialogue open is great. Uh, we've seen a lot of times in the past where people will come in and they're like, Hey, we need this done the right way, right away. And they don't understand that there's a lot of environmental challenges to overcome. And so, you know, your patience and understanding of that, I think that's helping the overall success. And, you know, it really leads to this like truly being a partnership. So we really appreciate that um, as well. Um, do you guys, and I remember how this happened, but do you guys remember how uh, we got introduced and how we met? I do. Uh, we, we got a recommendation from, uh, from checkers, from the checkers team who was, you know, we were working with them initially and uh, you we were working with them. So that's where the, uh, the first recommendation came up. And then we, we immediately, uh, you know, get in touch. Yeah. Yeah. I think too, it, it, it's, it's to that point. I remember someone sending me uh, internally here said, Hey Ryan, check out this article or this cool stuff that checkers and rallies is doing. And we're always sending articles back and forth. It's, it's never ending here. And like, look at this new technology. This is really cool. And I instantly reached out to Mary over at checkers and I was like, I got to meet these guys. Can you make an introduction? And she did. Um, and we were just really excited and it was a natural candid conversation. And, you know, as we look at partnerships, it's, it's, we want to grow with you. And we've talked about that. And so we want to make sure like, as you guys develop this great technology and it continues to evolve is to help you guys get exposure. Can you talk a little bit about what you see the future uh, looking like and how we can continue to grow this relationship? I think uh, from my perspective, uh, you know, our needs are going to continue and uh, expand uh, over the next, uh, you know, like we see the immediate, uh, you know, two years, and and we, you know, we went from doing a, you know, a few look a few stores to doing a dozens of stores to now doing hundreds of stores, and um, you know, I I, I hope, and um, you know, I'm, we're pretty confident that it's going to become thousands of stores over the next uh, you know year, year and a little bit from now, and. Um, and so we we definitely are you know looking to to see how we can continue and uh, optimize the the service and make it uh, such that you know first of all it continues to provide a good customer experience for the operators because at the end of the day you come in for a complex installation you know someone is spending a few hours at the restaurant in the middle of their workday and so we need to continue and optimize that and make it just like we optimize every other aspect of our business. We need to optimize this aspect of our business. And I, and I think we look at you as, as a partner that is almost like a development partner. And I think Carl, that has been like our technical counterpart, uh, has been doing a very good job in gaining knowledge and, and understanding and keeping all these uh, lessons. Um, and we, we have actually learned a lot from you guys. Um, but but I think I think this is like we would want to see this getting optimized and uh, you know perfecting the the installation uh, experience. Also on the servicing side, uh, this is something that also we need to evolve with. Uh, and um, and yeah, and and potentially other things that uh, may I, I think may come up 
uh, over the over the near future. Yeah, no, that's really exciting. Ezzy, do you have anything to add to that? No, not particularly. Uh, I think that everything that Roy said is is right. Uh, we're we're really uh, we're really excited to you know where we where we got, and we're really more even more excited to when, where we're going to be. So nothing to add. Yeah. No. Yeah, and, and we're excited to continue to grow this thing with you guys. And I think you know where we we love to add value and be part of that process is becoming a direct extension of your guys's team and representing the High Auto brand. As people say, hey, this is a world-class installation, and it's gonna be a world-class solution beyond the installation component, where it's you know servicing the needs. Um, let's talk a little bit about what kind of uh, feedback do you guys get from the the consumer perspective, the people that are actually going through the drive-through. Uh, our team had the opportunity to go through and, and drive through one of the drive-throughs here uh, locally in Columbus, Ohio, yesterday and experience technology. It was really fun for us to go through and experience that. But tell me a little bit about some of the feedback from the consumer perspective you guys are getting. What did they, what feedback did they get? Well, no, so they went through uh, three times and, you know, you talked about that upselling and what they were really impressed about is the upsell on each time was different. And it was, it was, you know, so the first time they went through and it was the, um, the, was it cookie monster uh, brownie combo at rallies and checkers and the mozzarella sticks. And then the next time they said, Hey, would you want to make this a value meal? So each time it was different. So it's consistency, but I think, you know, it's a volume game and it's trying to, you know, increase that ring per throughput is what rallies uh, overall goal was. So they were really impressed that each time they went through and they ordered the same thing every time. It was a big Buford. Uh, I think a lot of our guys in the office enjoyed eating those burgers yesterday afternoon after we went through and did this. But I think they were really pretty excited about, you know, what this does over and not beyond what was, it, it's more than just functional. It, it, it is helps, you know, expand business and grow the business. Right. I think the feedback uh, we're getting from, like we are hearing about the uh, guests experience. I think most guests are um, either happy with it. So first of all, we need to start that the alternative uh, is not great. Like, you know, if you look at the drive-through reviews on, on Google, um, you don't uh, see customers typically like, uh, you know, super happy and saying, oh my God, I got this amazing service. I can't... Uh, couldn't stop myself and then put here a great review. Typically, that's not uh, not the case. Um, so customers are, you know, picky in, in, in how they um, want to be treated. I think most customers are happy with it. Um, are they understand that you know to get service fast and consistent? It's uh, this is a. Uh, um, a, a great step. Also, they learn how to work with the system, so they already start to understand. Like, okay, now I'm going to get the upsell. Now I'm going like, and they know when to answer, when to stop, when you know it works. Like, you know, some of these customers are are becoming very, very like almost you know they're just becoming a perfect match to the system. Um, and then you know there are always you know one, two a day that are you know get rid of this. Uh, robot uh, uh, why are you taking uh, people's jobs and uh, stuff like that but uh, you know I, I think the answer of you know we have uh, one of our uh, one of our franchisees when you know people are telling him why are you putting robot and taking people's job away saying like um, just send these people that are saying that to me 
I'd like for them to work for me at the, the restaurant because I'm, I'm looking, I have some openings uh, that I need to fill. Right. Yeah. You know, and I, I, we, we work with a lot of technology companies and uh, I remember, you know, 10 years ago in the, uh, when they started doing the self-checkout kiosk in the grocery stores and people had the same feedback and we had a grocer that we work with closely and they literally put help wanted signs on the side of the self-checkout. So people know like, Hey, we don't have people to do this. And then, so, you know, a time went through and they took the self-checkouts out. And then a month later, people were saying, where'd the self-checkouts go? So it is challenging to, to appease everybody. And like I said, technology comes with its own, with its own challenges. But I mean, I think as things continue to evolve and everything, it's, it's going to be become, it's, it's the normal. It's, there's no turning back now. I think uh, COVID and Corona and all the, you know, the shutdown, it hit the accelerator. I think things that were, you know, five and 10 years out, uh, are, they're here today. So it's, it's really exciting for that. Um, as you've gone through all this process and everything, what are some things that you guys wish you would have known about before you started doing all of this? Some things that you've overcome and, you know, valuable lessons learned that you've had. What are some things that uh, you wish you would have known before you started? Where do we start? <laughs> I think, uh, you know, to, to name a few, I think that whenever you're looking at the restaurant landscape, uh, at least from someone like me, who's not necessarily coming from the industry, you, you also learn that there's uh, there are uh, differences between uh, you know geographical area, but also between what what you know franchisee stores and and also corporate stores. Um, th there are there are very very clear differences, and there's also the fact that which is quite interesting, which is every store, no matter what, every store is special. Right, every store they, they they have something really special going on, and and they have the best way of dealing with this. I think that those are some lessons that we, you know, we some of them we learn, others we're we're trying to learn, and uh, and and in that respect, it's just endless. I mean, I could also tell you about uh, some of the logistical challenges. Right, uh, there's you know the supply chain problems that we that we experience, we've been experiencing. Uh, worldwide for the past couple of years, they, they, they haven't, you know, they haven't gone anywhere. They're still there. So I think that this process of, uh, you know, developing this scale muscle, it comes with kind of learnings every day on, on pretty much every front, uh, imaginable. Yeah. Roy, do you have anything to add to that? Yeah, I think I, I discovered a few things. So first of all, I think it, it's great that you don't know what's coming because we are like very optimistic uh, in our nature. And if we would have known uh, all the problems that we are going to face, maybe we would have been much more uh, cautious and uh, then we wouldn't be where we are right now. So uh, sometimes it's good not to, not to know. Um, I, think, um, I think what we found is that you know, we're very humble in terms of like what we don't know. And uh, the people we've met uh, during this process are just, you know, really incredible. Uh, and we, we learn to appreciate them a lot. You know, the checkers team that has really guided us uh, through this process, pretty much explained to us, like, what do we need to do to scale and plan? And uh, if it's Mary Melvin and, and Min, uh, the CIO, uh, that really 
amazing. And, and I think uh, we just, we learned uh, through this process to, to understand, you know, uh, how much wisdom and, and knowledge and experience they have. Um, I think we, we had amazing partners and we still have amazing partners at Lee's Famous Recipe that really gave us initially the, the initial vote of confidence that allowed us to um, start this uh, journey. Um, um, and then I think I think we learned a lot from Kuzi, and I think you guys, um, you know, taught us uh, a lot uh, as well. Um, Carl has been amazing, and um, and I think what I would also what I learned from you guys, and I think what I would, you know, we would change definitely in the future. I think we we haven't realized all the hidden cost in providing uh, this service. Uh, if it's uh, like the revisits, if it's uh, the additional hours, if it's, um, you know, sometimes uh, customizations, my God, uh, especially as we get to franchisees, um, I think we just, Ezzy and I had this conversation internally, now we are facing this, this challenge is that, you know, each franchisee in general accepts the consistency of, of the system, but they want just one small thing, and you know, one small thing compared to everything is really small. But when you have a lot of franchisees, uh, this uh, piles up, and uh, and it's it's also something that we are trying to, to see how we we address. And um, so I think these are some of our of my learnings. Yeah, you know, something uh, that you guys both said there is you know the customizable thing. I think as you phrased it, as each place has its own specialness, uh, as you will. Uh, which I think is, you know, you're saying the same thing and the, these are challenges. Um, something that I think is really admirable being on the weekly calls with you all is your ability to gain that muscle. And, and each week you guys are getting stronger and we're figuring out processes together. And that's truly what a partnership's about is, is understanding, hey, what are we accomplishing? And going into each week and understanding, hey, we're going to be looking at these unique restaurants that have all their own challenges. And so I think that you know, it's been really refreshing to us to see you guys evolving. We've worked with people in the past where they just do the same thing week in and week out and expect different results. And you think about, you mentioned, you know, uh, there being, you know, 30 things can add up really quickly. Well, I think each week you're seeing those 30 things are changing and you guys are creating a strategy and we're communicating and building a strategy together that helps us address those things. So we're more agile and nimble um, in the field and can continue to deploy this and, and scale this thing. So we're really excited about that. Um, you know, that's all I've got for today. Do you guys have any final remarks or anything you'd like to say? I think, um, you know, uh, we're very happy to, you know, to do this interview. Uh, we love this uh, partnership. And then I think uh, we're looking forward to continue the success together. Yeah, we are as well. So we look forward to that and looking forward to uh, helping you guys get some more exposure um, and excited to uh, see where this goes. We appreciate you guys tremendously.